Black people have always created the future. We created jazz, we created hip hop, we created rock and roll, we created all these things. And there are people who believe that we don't see ourselves in the future, but we've always seen ourselves in the future, whether it's Octavia Butler or Sam Delaney or any of these people. My husband said to our studio executives who told us that black people don't see themselves in the future, so they wouldn't like science fiction. And he said, no, that's not true. You're not absolutely wrong. Will Smith is the number one science fiction star in the world. But also he said, the path for blacks, the past is painful, the present precarious, but the future is free. We always see ourselves in the future. Your future that you're living in is because black people imagined it. And he said, you're welcome. You're welcome. It just a uh, continuation from Talk About It Tuesdays. Let's go, Flames. It's Wealth to Health Wednesdays. My nail tech knows how to keep a little secret. I don't wish for my success, I speak it. I caught a buzz and you did too, but you tweaking. I look like I've been getting money, how reeking. You smell me, that's LV. Walk around with my chest out of my skin smooth, I'm healthy. I'm in a mix and I'm handshaking, but most of y'all can't help me. Most of y'all ain't wealthy. Most of y'all just dressed like it. I caught the body that y'all giving off and I'm trying to make myself less like it. This chick got a little porch body. I might let the bro test drive it. It's hard for me to get excited. I love music and stress body. My city honing, I'm co-signing this wave coming up next out it. Riding around in the shotgun and her Tesla. Hanging both of my legs out it like, what's, what's up? I got stakes and they too hot now. We I can't fuck up. I like girls that's down to earth so, so don't be stuck up. I don't take L's, I give them out and I chuck them up. Let's go play, that's Ten toes, that's my M.O. Fam over gram, that's my M.O. Fucking close friends, I got friends that I keep close and they let it go while I reload. Like, let's go. TSA just open my book bag up and my chain hitting like, King's back in his hometown when the wheels hit and I touch down, they Okay. She down low three point stands. I'm back there doing jack dance like. And I'm not no fashionista, but I'm fly though. <laughs> Y'all know what it is. What they do? Kiwi 305954 coming through. <laughs> Welcome back to another edition of the Hotly John's Experience Podcast. It is WTH Wednesdays, baby, and it's our anniversary. Yes, we are celebrating the anniversary of the Hotly John's Podcast all week long. Hell, all year long. And we are just getting, we're just inching up the fun fluff for Fridays. Inching up the fun fluff for Fridays because it's going to be epic. We're going to be doing our roast toast gag and drag on Friday. So make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast so you're notified when we upload that brand new episode okay you can find the hockey john experience podcast on spotify on amazon music on apple podcast shout out to the apple listeners i see y'all coming through i know i'm an android girl but y'all showing an android girl love and i'm appreciating you uh radio public google podcast and anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast i'll be there and if you loving the content like that Please share with all of your friends and family, man. Shout out to all of you, all of my day ones, my new ones, and my just begun. Thank you for coming through and giving a girl a chance, man. And just 
make sure you subscribe and we're gonna be playing that little welcome song later on so you can feel the vibe come on inside don't forget to close the screen uh you know what i mean <laughs> we don't just welcome you to the flavor we welcome you to the barbecue we welcome you into the family um because you're now a flame. You're officially a flame. Why? Because you keep me lit and we stay 10 toes down this shit. Shout out to Jack Harlow. I know it's a um, Black History Month, but he was one of the ones that came to the cookout before we said it was um, overcapacitated and it wasn't no more interest. So, you know, Jack, you just hardly, you barely made it in, but you in, okay? <laughs> so shout out to him. Um, shout out to my Cali Dallas. Man, shout out to all of you who have really been feeling the content lately, and I'm appreciating it. I need y'all to be answering these poll questions a little more. I need a little more interaction from you because I want to make sure that you are getting that mustard to help you catch up, baby, because that's what the Hot D. Johns do. We spread that mustard so you can catch up on the under-the-radar news you most certainly can use. And, of course, that's it going on in them trending pop topics, which we cover on Flum Fluffing Fridays and a little bit throughout the week, sprinkle here and there. We keep you entertained, engaged, but most importantly, informed over here. All right. So without further ado, y'all, Wealth and Health Wednesdays is our rendition for Wednesdays. It started off as WTF, which I guess, I, I don't know, sometimes I wonder if I should have even changed this one because there's been so much going on, usually by the middle of the week. But that's okay. We're going to be taking care of that on Friday. But Wealth and, um, <laughs> Wealth and Health Wednesdays is... um the day in the middle of the week, we kind of just take a break from, We, you know, we might tiptoe on some trending topics, but we take a break from it and we want to concentrate on what's going on in finance news and the, these health situations. And we are locked and loaded tonight, just like I promised you last night on Talk About It Tuesday. Talk About It Tuesdays was very powerful, very good, and I'm getting a, um, a lot of great feedback from it. So you guys really did enjoy that, the Attack on Black, um, Black History Month, Reggae, music month because now they've you know jammed it together i don't agree with that but um because i think they in their own right black history month owns it is all my and certainly worldwide global music reggae certainly deserves its own month so maybe we need to start talking about that but um make sure that you check that out if you have not already talk about it tuesday we had a great time with that episode now also um yeah i know I, i've been I, I watched a little bit of it today i was so tired i had so much going on i had meetings after work because i told you i'm a regular girl over here we organic over here okay i'm like y'all i'm i'm fubu for the people by the people so i am you you, you are me okay so i do have a little jobby job <laughs> and after work i had a couple of meetings and then now i'm in getting into um recording i like to do a refresh because um, I don't like to put out stuff that I've recorded like three, four weeks back, unless it's something that's not time sensitive. And me, I kind of try to stay on top of it with it being under radar news you can use, like especially when it comes to my Wealth and Health Wednesdays, I want to make sure that I'm covering those topics that um, are keeping you informed. And it's a lot of recalls out here, y'all. We're going to be getting into that. We're going to also be getting into... Um, Ozempic is Ozempic making you Ozempic. Okay, did you see how I did that? Yeah, we're gonna get into that. Shout out to Dr. Bobby. Oh, I'm gonna be utilizing for my resource, and I will be putting his contact information. I think you'll follow him on Instagram um, at Mr. Holistic on Instagram, and um, I'll pull up where you can follow him elsewhere too. But I'm certainly gonna be um, commentating on some information 
and I think it's, it's the top seven side effects of Ozempic. So we're going to be getting into that. That's going to be our main topic for the night. Um, and again, like I said, we got some recalls. We got some things going on out here. Um, and we want to talk about uh, stomach cancer and how you might be able to find out or how to notice some of the um, the warning signs. Um, I don't know if you all know, but Toby Keith, uh, country singer, uh, passed on Monday. And this was after, like a little bit, like up to two years or so since he was diagnosed, first diagnosed with stomach cancer. So we want to see if we can get into that and give you some of the warning signs that you might want to check out when you go to your uh, physician. We're going to be talking about the consumption of teas and takeout hot dogs. Um, they come with a side of forever chemicals. You know, we've talked about forever chemicals on here and forever chemicals um, exist in your tap water. Forever chemicals exist in the bottled water. You know, we've gotten into that here. For, for these so-called forever chemicals, the PSA essence and all that shit. So we're going to be getting into that. We're going to be getting into a cheese and dairy products recall. Now, some of your vegans are saying, uh-huh, y'all better get with these walnut and almond milk, which I'm an almond milk lover, but, you know, I'm also a woman of a particular age. We need some calcium in our body, and I, I, I try to get the almond milk that has calcium in it. You know, I call it, it's, it's, it's water, baby. And, you know, I know they say, oh, you know, it's not milk. It's really not, but they say it because it's a milky substance. Like, let's just like, don't play dumb, y'all. Y'all know why they call it a milk, Okay. You, and you got oat milk and all these different other milks that they will put calcium in. But, you know, I don't know, because Dr. Bobby going to be helping us out with these things, with these foods and stuff and making sure that we're staying herbal and staying as organic as possible. And to be organic as possible, guys, um, bottom line, grow your shit. Okay? Okay? Yeah, we, 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 we're getting right on in tonight. Grow your own stuff. That's the only way you're going to know that it is truly organic, because I don't know if you all know it or not, but... So, se several years ago, Whole Foods was busted for selling foods in Whole Foods that were not organic, okay? And they were omitting certain preservatives and certain ingredients off of their uh, products so they could pass them off as organic. So you never know if it's organic. You never really know if it's non-GMO unless you grow it, yo. Okay, so just keep that in mind. Take it with a hand of uh, 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 what my mom says. Take it with a grain of salt. Um, when you go out and you're you're shopping organic, just make sure and and try to learn to, you know, live off the land if you can before they mess it up, man. Because they're gonna be they, they they're gonna be doing that soon because they want it to the point. And this is my opinion, and I'm and I say what I meant. Okay, that's y'all know what I say over here. That's my saying. So if you hear it somewhere else, you know what it is. I said what I meant. Not I said what I said. No, I said what I meant. Because a lot of people say, I said what I said. You, you know, like, well, damn, what if I didn't hear you correctly? I may have thought you said Fred, um, but you said dead. And, and then you're talking about you said what you said. So I just got to go by that. Like, no, I said what I meant. So let me explain to you, you know, the difference. So this ain't no alpha nini. But anyway, let's get back to it. So you... um. You only truly know that, you know, learn how to grow your own foods. Even if it's just you start off with vegetables, some some greens, like my mom said, a head of cabbage every now and then, tomatoes, peas, corns. And um, I've told the story here on the podcast before about my grandmama in Liberty City, my Bahamian grandmother, who literally had a garden in Liberty City. And there's a gentleman who has now made um, a particular block 
in Overtown here in uh, Miami. And he made it into a garden and showing um, how to grow your own food. And I thought that was beautiful, bringing the garden to the ghetto, baby. And that's what my grandma did. We had, we would shell peas. She, if she would get ticked off, that little Bahamian lady would go out there and she would go and um, plant her a pepper tree. And sweetheart, them pepper there, trust me. You couldn't eat them. You couldn't. You couldn't eat them straight hot. You talking about burn your mouth? You talking about a real Scotch bonnet? Okay, a real jalapeno. Yes, she grew that. She grew collard greens. She grew everything right there in her little garden. She she very seldom had to go to the store. When she did, she went for like fish, you know. So it's very important to learn. I have a cousin also who grows collard greens right in right in Opalaka, right in Opalaka. Collard greens, tomatoes. Um, peas and, and herbs and stuff, rosemary and stuff. And shout out to our uh, associate of mine as well. She does too. She grows all of her herbs, the rosemary, the thyme, and the, you know, the basil, the greens, the cabbage, bell pepper. So start with those type of things and start growing it yourself before they start dirtying up the soil or buy this. Because once you buy it and you get in the pot, you know, you eventually got to take it out and put it in the ground, right? So that being said, we're going to be getting into that and um, so much more we're going to be getting into. We also, some of the, the money things, sour cream, cheese, and yogurt has been recalled after an outbreak investigation. We're going to get into that. We're going to get into these black banks getting some money, honey. And um, they received millions for underbank communities. So we're going to get more into that. Credit card debt. Has it increased to over $50 billion since the pandemic? We're going to get into that. Some financial news you most certainly can use. We also get to a young lady who explained how she had 153k of student loan debt that was wiped, and she's got some pointers that she's going to give out. So we are locked and loaded for tonight, and I'm going to make sure that I can put um, – a lot of these in, of course, y'all know the Listeria outbreak that's affecting 11 states and reported by the CDC. We're going to get into that. And I'm also going to try to get into the some of the things that's going on with rent, um, rental, the rental, um, I, I call it a pandemic as well, because we really have a rental crisis now where these landlords are losing their damn minds and they're raising the rent. Well, help is on the way in certain areas, and we're going to be getting into that. I, I touched on Miami-Dade County has opened their waiting list. If you're in Miami-Dade County, Miami has opened their waiting list for Section 8 um, for the week, so Monday through Friday. And let me tell y'all something. We didn't we didn't start the fire, okay? But the fire's burning. And don't sit up with you, let your pride have your ass and your shit sitting outside. Okay, so if you don't want it and you know someone who can who needs it and who can use it, make sure that you contact. Um, I'll see if I can. I'm going to provide the contact information. Make sure you give this information to them because the list is going to be open all the way, I believe, until the 19th. So make sure um, if you're a family of four and you're making less than 51,000. And yes, I know some of y'all listen like what? Four people to make it? Yes, it's possible. And they, it might not even be children. It might just be a family because, remember, a lot of companies closed down during the pandemic, okay, and they never reopened. And you have a lot of displaced workers out here 
And you have some places that'll say they're hiring. I know someone the other day, they went to a job fair, went and filled out the application and um called the, the next day. The lady was like, Oh, okay, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull your application. They called the next day and um was told, okay, well, this is the manager for this particular department, Sam's Club. And when the person called, they said that um, the lady was like, oh, I'm not hiring for that right now. So why the hell would you show up at a job fair and offer this and say, this, these are the services that we need and this is the positions we're hiring for just to turn around and tell a person, I'm not hiring for that. So the shenanigans and the bullshit of HR and these job fairs, we're going to start a, a little investigation. Are these job fairs really providing jobs or are they just providing a place with in a space so that they can receive some type of funding? Because, you know, everything is attached to funding. OK, so just always be on point for this damn shenanigans and keep grinding. But that being said, there's a lot of people that's been displaced. There's a lot of people that um, was making. I know I was. My company went under. Um, then I became facilities manager for another company and she decided to get out of the business, Miss um alleged tpp loan froster but um <laughs> yes I don't, I don't know if that was a dry snitch or a wet snitch but i just put it out there again because that was horrible and i literally was unemployed for approximately like maybe um almost two years into the pandemic and you know the pandemic everything was shut down for like a year and a half and i believe toward that end is when i began working and it's nowhere near what i was making prior to the pandemic let's be clear Okay, so these are things that you have to take into consideration. Um, the stimulus that they place on black people with housing and with welfare and with food stamps and all this is a bunch of crock. And I have some audio that I'm going to be sharing um, on a thought provoking Thursday. I don't know if it's going to be this one or next one that is going to probably shock you when you hear the exact from their mouths how that system started and what it was started for. Just like projects, ghettos, they were not started for us. They were started for the others, okay? They were started for the others. And as a matter of fact, ghettos were started for the Jews because they didn't really want to mix up with the Jews. So they wanted to put the Jews separate by themselves. So they went through their own um, segregation and own discrimination as well. So that's why it's like the gift and the curse when it would come to the juice. That's why it's so touchy because they really did go through things. But it's other stuff that goes along with that, that, you know, the bankers that causes you to be like, okay, but you started NAACP to do what? Okay. But I don't want to get too far off track because it's Wealth and Health Wednesdays. You know, I want to get on my soapbox. Um, so these are some of the things we're going to be touching on tonight. Um and then I'm going to give y'all a quick a quick hit. I also told you, first of all, before I give the quick hits, about Netflix going up with those fees on Florida. Um, Broward teachers could be getting a pay raise under a tentative deal with the school district, which is great news after, you know, the information that I shared last night on Talk About It Tuesdays in regards to them being very um, afraid to teach Black history because they might face possible um, of possible uh, unemployment because they was going to be firing ass, okay? They were scared of some type of disciplinary action, including being terminated. So, um, and then some of the schools, I think it was supposed to be, I, I think it was tonight too. We got to do our big dummy 
Gotta do that. We're definitely gonna do um <laughs> you big dummy moment of the day. You're gonna be shocked. Yes, it's gonna be back into law enforcement that I'm going to um using for our big dummy of the day. I might even give you two, okay? And the um state sues the feds over a rule that keeps kids on state subsidized health care, even if the parents skip premium. We are going to get into that. So a lot to get into tonight. So without further ado, let's go ahead and put our first topic out. And remember, our main topic tonight is going to be for Ozempic. And the first topic of tonight, let's get into the um the um the recall of the dairy products. For those of us who I'm a cheese lover, I'm a milk girl. That I always have been since a little girl. I know it ain't right, but that's okay. Okay, <laughs> California cheese and dairy. Shout out to my Cali Dallas. I don't know what's going on, but this is a, a cheese and dairy company that's based out of California. Okay, now California cheese and dairy company. Okay, my thing is glitching on me. Recalling more than 60 products sold nationwide in a listeria outbreak that has killed two people and sickened dozens. Now, more uh, and dozens more. The federal health officials um, announced this on Tuesday. New evidence links products made by Modesto, California-based Rizzo Lopez Foods to the outbreak. First detected nearly a decade ago. Listen to this. A decade ago, in June of 2014, according to the Centers Disease Control and Prevention, the CDC, at least 26 people in 11 states have been stricken in the outbreak, according to the CDC. Now, one person died in California in 2017. Another fatally occurred in Texas in 2020. The CDC investigated the outbreak in 2017 and 2021, but did not have enough information to identify a specific brand. You hear this? Listen very carefully, guys, because they let shit go a long way before they do anything about it. The CDC and Food and Drug Administration reopened an investigation last month after Hawaii officials detected hysteria in a sample of Rizzo Brothers' age Cotia. That prompted... The limited recall on, and Cotija is a type of cheese, y'all, just in case you don't know, that prompted a limited recall on January 11th, which is now expanded. The recall products now include cheese, yogurt, and sour cream sold under the following brand names. Rizzo Lopez said in a notice posted on Tuesday by the FDA. Now, I'm going to see if I can pull up a list of the products. Because I love to give y'all a list of products. And if they have the lots listed, the lot numbers on the products, I will have that. You can always play this audio back um, and listen to it. So you can write it down or record it so that you can have it. And I don't know what's going on with my internet. It's acting crazy on me. Crazy on me. Because I'm clicking the link. Um to see if I can pull up the different products. But just know if it says that it's made by Rizzo um, Lopez Farms, you kind of want to throw that out or go and get your refund. Now, here are some of the brands. Tio Francisco, Don Francisco, Rizzo Brothers, Rizzo Grande, Food City, 
El Huache, La Ordena, San Carlos, Campesino, Santa Maria, Dos Rachitos, Casa Cardenas, 365 um, Whole Foods Market. Now, the recall products were sold at more than 600 Walmart stores in 12 states. Those 12 states include Alabama, California, Georgia, Hawaii, Iowa, Michigan, Minnesota, North Dakota, Nevada, Oregon, Tennessee, and Wisconsin. They also sold out 28 Sam's Club's locations in six states, including Colorado, Idaho, Montana, New Mexico, South Dakota, and Wyoming. Now, the products were also sold at deli counters and retailers, including El Super, Cardenas Market, Northgate, Gonzalez, um, Superior Groceries, El Rancho, Vallarta, Food City, La Michoacana, and Numero Uno Markets. Consumers are urged to discard the recall product surfaces and containers that came into contact with the products should be sanitized as listeria can survive in refrigerated environments and spread. Consumers with questions can call the company at 833-296-2233. 833-296-2233. Listeria is most likely to affect pregnant people and newborns, people 65 and older, and those with weakened immune systems. The CDC states that the infection symptoms typically start with two weeks of eating contaminated food and can include fever, muscle aches, nausea, tightness, vomiting, and diarrhea. And more serious cases may also include headache, stiff neck, confusion, loss of balance, and convulsions. So guys, you got to be very careful out here. It's a lot, a lot that's going on with the foods okay hell at this point you better get you a damn bull and a heifer and make you some little babies and use that heifer for your milk and and go ahead and, and drink your little fresh squeezed milk straight up out of titty and and have the little bull to have some cows around here so you can have your own beef so you don't have to worry about the beef people it's just really really um getting rough out here so Check your refrigerators and sales club. I don't know what the hell's going on with y'all between listeria, salmonella outbreaks. There's been a lot going on. We reporting on y'all a little too much. You, Costco, and Walmart. So, you know, while y'all out here trying to cut corners and stuff, and I ain't saying going to Rizzo Lopez Farms is cutting the corner. Who knows if they're cutting corners? You need to make sure that you're getting your, um, and I get it, you, you know, the cheaper the better because you're Walmart. That's how you pass on the savings to the people, but you don't want to pass on the damn sickness to the people. Okay. So that being said, guys, just make sure that you are being very careful out here uh, with these foods. Now, um, the next, let me see if I can do a, a next quick topic before we go to our first break. Or better yet, maybe I'll stop right there. Cause I like to stop every thirty minutes or so. If you ever, you guys ever notice, and, and go into a quick break and then come back. When we come back, we're going to um, get into the teas. Cause a lot, you know, a lot of people are on a little detox. I'm, I'm one who believes in teas. You know, treating you and things of that nature, and um, teas and and um, we gotta find out about these damn forever chemicals, okay? So we're going to get into that. 
we're going to get into um some financial news we're about to talk about that the credit card um debts and we're going to get into some other things man with that um and of course you know we got the housing situation as well as the ozempic situation that is our two topic um our two main topics for tonight okay so why don't y'all take this time to go ahead and grab you a snack and come on back so we can get so into more of these well to health facts okay and i know i gave up drinking but i'm high it's very few of you I like, but it's a whole lot of y'all I don't trust. Cause ten toes, that's my MO. Fam over gram, that's my MO. Fucking close friends, I got friends that I keep close and they let it go while I reload. No like TSA just open my book bag up and my chain hit like King's back in his hometown when them wheels hit and I touch down they she down low three point stands. I'm back there doing jack dance like We are back. We are back to the Hot Designs experience. And I love experiencing with you. Shout out again to our Just Begun. If it's your first time listening to the podcast, make sure that you just subscribe so you are notified every time we upload a brand new episode. And please share if you care, okay? We will be playing your welcome song when we get ready to go to our next break. It is Wealth to Health Wednesdays, baby, where we discuss some of the latest news in finance um, and in health. So we uh, got a lot of things that we got to cover because we haven't done a Wealth of Health Wednesday. I think we passed last Wednesday. We started back this Wednesday. This is our first, so this is technically our first one of the year since our anniversary was Monday. Yes, I was going to keep throwing out there. It's our anniversary. Okay. And I am so happy because we are on three. Three years we've been in the game, man. And ain't a damn thing changed, but a little evolution to bring y'all some solutions in this wealth of health and, you know, this under the radar news that you can use, okay? <laughs> so, without further ado, we were on the CDC talking about listeria outbreak. Make sure that you take heed to the Rizzo Lopez Farm products that were sold in Walmart, Sam's Club, and um, those stores that I named in California area. Make sure that you guys check in your refrigerators for that sour cream, that yogurt, that cheese, that milk, any of those dairy products, because there is a huge outbreak of listeria and the CDC is now investigating. And not to mention the fact that these particular products have been um, on the shelves and being sold and, and, and been having issues for the last 
10 years. So, and they've already had two fatalities from this. So now they're saying that they finally traced it back to who it was. It was Rizzo, you tag you it. So get rid of that shit. Okay. All right. Now let's get back into um Wealth to Hell Wednesdays and some more of this news you can use. There was some things that I had on last week that I didn't get a chance to um report on because we didn't do our wealth of health last week and i'm trying to see if i still have those particular articles i'm hoping i do um i know it was one that i wanted to discuss mm. it was one i wanted to discuss and it had to do with some of the actual pills that you were taking and they were saying that Pfizer was actually investigating to see if they were, you know, checking to see if it was fake because they were saying some of the pills that you might have would be fake. Um, I know we did get into some of it, but we didn't really get into all of it. But I'm going to see if I can find it on our next break because I did look for it before we started recording and I have not found it yet. I hope I didn't delete it out. But um, anywho, we're going to move on to our uh, next topic. Now, what I was telling you guys at the beginning of the episode was in re- about, you know, truly organic and make the only way you can make sure it's organic is if you grow your own foods well there have now been reports of genetically manufactured potatoes yes you heard me correctly genetic potatoes so we're going to see if we can get into that particular one and then hopefully i can find the um like i said on our during our break i will look for the one on um pfizer Okay, so we're going to get into that on this this part of the um, episode. But before we do, let's continue on with uh, some more CDC news. And as regards to a cruise ship that was in Florida. And um, at this point, I think I'm just going to not cruise. I don't know. I'm just starting to get spooked on a lot of shit these days. Because you think that, you know, for me, I'm not a flyer. I don't like to fly. Okay. And I also feel like, you know, I'll get on the cruise, even though how the hell we got over here, this foolishness. But that's it, you know that. When um <laughs> these cruise ships now, they all people, it's always some type of big outbreak and sickness. And there's a lot of people that's always getting sick. And it's always here in Florida. Now, this happened on a ship that they had departed here on um January 22nd i believe and it was one of those cruises that was like for two weeks so it don't end until the 12th so monday they're supposed to, they were supposed to come back now um 139 people on board a cruise ship from fort lauderdale were suffering from diarrhea and vomiting at least 120 passengers and 15 crew members traveling on the queen victoria that departed florida january 22nd were reporting gastrointestinal illness in response to cdc has said that the cruise line has isolated the sick passengers and that the crew has stepped up cleaning and disinfection. Now, the cruise was headed to San Francisco and Hawaii and ends on February 12th. 
The ship has over 1,800 passengers and 950 crew members. My thing is this. I don't understand what the hell is going on on these ships. Why are you getting into rigorous cleaning? Okay? You get into rigorous cleaning after all these damn people end up sick with gastrointestinal um, issues and diarrhea and nausea and throwing up. And you talking about you isolating the ass. How are you isolating them? Because now they've already been out there and touched everything. And when did you isolate them? And did you isolate them quick enough? And did you get, let me tell y'all something. The black people's potion. I shouldn't be giving away our secret, but I'm going to give it to you. I guess we were low-key scientists. Just like Erica Alexander said, shout out to her who whose snippet um that I used at the beginning of the episode. But um bleach pine saw and AJs. Bleach pine saw and Tommy. Okay. That's there you go. You're welcome. Like these are the things that you most definitely gonna disinfect. You just gotta make sure you have the windows open so you don't pass out face fixia. Okay, and uh you you good. So, <laughs> so I don't know what the problem is and why y'all can't get it together, but I need y'all ass to get it together with the VA. So we hope that all of those people are okay on that um sh- that cruise ship because baby they said that they went ahead and gave y'all some nice down-home disinfection and cleanings because that crew wasn't going to turn around. They weren't going to give y'all ass no refund. So enjoy, and I hope you all are safe on the Queen Victoria. So if you have family members that are on that cruise that left Fort Lauderdale, went to San Francisco, and then Hawaii, make sure you check on them because they might be isolated in their cabin. They can't do nothing because they actually got sick of some um nasty ass person on that on that ship that did not clean and disinfect and continue to clean and disinfect while you have all these people on the cruises you know they fought so hard to get the cruises back out after the pandemic the cruise was the one the nastiest places i hate to say it like this but i'm saying it and y'all ain't gonna open me like like with the the beef comment it's the truth they were the nastiest place it was where place people are going to be massed together touching on everything buffets all over the damn place you know People that don't wash their hands, do wash their hands, you know, all this crazy shit going on. And they always would have, it, you know, you wonder why you had to run in belly when you went to the buffet. The food was was kind of good, you know, at the little carving station. But then it was, you know, giving Joe a lap dance, John, a lap dance, I should say, a.k.a. the toilet. You give him a lap dance, the rest of the damn cruise, because you done got some form of some icky ass bacteria because they're not constantly cleaning, you know. I said it was going to be slack after the pandemic, after the initial inspections, when they would just stand on top of people, stand on top of people. But guess what? I've said it here and I've said it again. I'll say it a million times over. There is no profit in cure, only profit in treatment. Okay? So never believe that they totally want to get rid of it. They totally want everything to just be totally clean and totally great and no one's getting sick and everyone's great. No. There's no profit in that. Doctors will go bankrupt. Hospitals will go bankrupt. Um, urgent cares will go bankrupt. Um, pharmaceutical companies will go bankrupt if you actually knew the foods that you could use. All these kind of things. Okay, so don't let me get my soapbox to get on with it. So let's get into the consumption of teas, takeout, and hot dogs could come with a side of forever chemicals. Young adults whose diets are rich in unsweetened teas, processed meats, and takeout foods could be increasing their exposure to forever chemicals, a new study has found. 
Altering these eating habits could bring notable declines in the levels of these compounds known as PFAS class. Y'all know we, we've been on top of this since last year when we talked about these, okay? And I think it's one that's called PSAS, okay? That are contaminating their blood, according to the study that was published on Monday in Environment International. Now, they stated that they're um, starting to see even foods that are metabolically, metabolically, excuse me, quite healthy can be contaminated with PFAS. Now, the lead author, Haley Hansen, a doctoral student at the University of Southern California Keck School of Medicine said this in a statement. These findings highlight the need to look at what constitutes healthy food, in quotations, okay, in a different way. Known for their ability to linger in the environment and the human body, PFAS, per and polyphyricalcal, excuse me, substances, okay, they're called per and polyfluoroalkyl substances okay that's pfas you know we love a good acronym have been linked to kidney cancer thyroid disease and other illnesses while most notorious for their presence in certain types of firefighting foams and industrial discharge y'all hear this shit this is what these chemicals are in, but yet it's in the food that you are eating. Man, if y'all don't start getting, get you a little, buy something, start growing your food, these people are trying to take us out. Are also present in many household and commercial products, such as nonstick pans and food packaging, as well as contaminated livestock and drinking water. I just told y'all that in the beginning. We read, we, I'm telling you, we are the Happy Meal of Podcasts. Go back and listen to our other Wealth of Hell Wednesdays. Play with the toys, eat the fries. All these episodes are live. Trust me, baby. You will be engaged, entertained, and informed. We have been discussing this since last year, bringing it to the forefront. This is under the radar news. You don't, you're not going to see this blasted all over the news because they really don't want you to know this. Okay? Um, with that existing knowledge... In mind, Hansen and a team of researchers explore how dietary choices could impact exposure levels in young adults with particular focus on Hispanic population subset. Now, they express their particular interest in these individuals due to the documented health disparities in this population, including a heightened risk of non-communicable metabolic diseases such as type 2 diabetes and um, newsflash, the black community with type 2 diabetes. So, no offense to my brown, but baby, the black, the attack on black is whack. Listen to my talk about Tuesday last night, the attack on black is whack. Don't, don't say that, you know, concentrating on them. You have a, a lot of that that runs through the black community as well, um, which is honestly because that type of stuff runs in my family. I started, I got this idea to start discussing healthy health situations and, and and discussing these type of topics on the platform because it needs to be discussed okay we need to be more informed on it the scientists focus their research on two multi-ethnic groups a predominant a predominantly hispanic young adult cohort from usc's children health study and a nationally representative set from the national health and nutrition um, examination survey the nhanes the first group contained 123 individuals ages 17 and 22 who partook in the children's health study between 2014 and 2018, while the second included 604 similarly aged 
participants from 2013 to 18. Now, the young adults answered a variety of questions about their diet, including how often they consume processed meats, dark green vegetables, breads, sports drinks, teas, and milk. They also indicated how frequently they ate food that was prepared at home at fast food establishments and at non-fast food establishments. The children's health study participants gave blood um, samples during two visits of around 20, ages 20 and 24, while the Enhanced group members did so once at about age 19, according to the study. Looking at the baseline versus follow-up visits in USC data, the scientists observed the strongest associations between PFAS concentrations and heightened tea and pork intake, which is true because they do eat um, just like, you know, the black community, they eat a lot of pork. Those who have not, you know, switched over to vegan or vegetarian or pescatarian. Um, Time to get you a board too. Hell, get you a board and a Charlotte and, and have your own port because my mom grew up on a farm partially and Uncle Will lived to be 106 years old and they grew everything they ate. They lived off the land. They lived off of their own food that they grew, that they fed, okay? Now, just one additional serving of tea intake was linked to a 24.8% increase in a type of PFAS known as PFH times S a 16.7% rise in PFHPS and a 12.6% surge in PFNA. Those who reported eating more pork experienced a 13.4% um, rise in PFOA, one of the most well-studied and notorious types of PFAS. The researchers observed similar associations in the Enhanced group where greater intake of hot dogs and processed meats was linked to higher PFNA and PFOA levels, respectively. They saw that an increase in tea consumption was connected to the heightened levels of PFOS, another common type of PFAS. Consuming food prepared at home had the opposite effect, the scientists found. For every 200 gram increase in home prep food, PFOS levels were 0.9% lower at baseline and 1.6% lower at follow-up in the USC core, according to the study. The NHANES data yielded similar conclusions, the author said. Now, while both restaurant and fast food versions of takeout foods were associated with the increased levels of PFAS in both cohorts, the scientists observed a greater connection to fast foods in the children's health study group. So bottom line, cook and eat your ass at home. First of all, it's cheaper. You might say groceries are expensive, but to go to a restaurant, be inconvenienced. You got to sit there and wait, even if you done made your reservation because it's super crowded. You don't know what the hell, like my mom said, yeah, it looks great and it tastes great when it come out, but you don't know what the hell is going on in the kitchen. You know, that lady is wise. I'm going to be bringing on her on here um, before the end of Black History Month. We got to show, um, show love to living Black history and some of the stories that she's going to, I spoke with her today and she's going to do it, but some of the stories that she's going to share is going to really awaken you to the real black history and the things that um our older generation had to endure where they had to walk on the clay roads and all that so that we could drive we don't even damn run them up so that we could drive on the asphalt and complain about the car that we in so yes but 
that's neither here nor there. She always said that it looks great, it tastes great, but um, but um, we don't know what the hell's going on in the kitchen. But when you're in your own kitchen and you're cleaning your meats and you are the one cooking your meat and everything and you're seasoning, you're the one preparing it, then you know what's in it. Did you hear the fat, those numbers drop? It was like 24.7% of this, this forever chemical, 16 of this chemical, 20 of that chemical. Yet when they cook and prepare, ate, prepare foods for every 200 grams, 200 grams. So yeah, you have weighed more than 200 grams of food on uh, any given meal plate. And for them to have that on their at, to, at home and only be a 0.9%, come on. You can't make it up. It is what it is, guys. It's time to keep your ass at home. Spend the money at the, at the grocery stores that don't have all these damn listeria outbreaks and all this and start growing your own food. That's that's bottom line. But we, we just got to say it. Now, let's get into... Um, I'm, I'm going to see if I can do... I want to see if I can find that genetic potato one. And then we're going to get into the stomach cancer. And then finally, we're going to get into our um, rent. Our rent story and the long story. And, of course, the Ozempic. Because I know that I said I definitely want to follow. I want to do that one for tonight. So, um Y'all just, you know, they, they say it's a tease and everything, but I, I, I honestly, by the numbers that was at the end, it definitely has something to do with eating out and whatever the hell is going on on these, paper, these people's establishment, okay? All right, so let's get into Toby Keith. Now, uh, rest in peace, Toby Keith. This story was, was heart-wrenching. But I wanted to share because I wanted to share it in, in the regards that this happened when he was diagnosed just two years ago with stomach cancer. And I wanted to get into some of the cancer signs that they say are easy to miss that's covered in this particular um, article. So, um. And this was re reported actually um, via NBC News. I'm going to see if they got some audio. Doctor said that the symptoms don't even show up right away, but the common signs include heartburn or acid reflux. And I know a lot of us have heartburn and acid reflux. So let me see if I can put this up on NBC News. Former Toby Keith was big, brash, and bold, spending three decades at or near the top of the country music charts, a veritable hit machine. Over a 20-year period, writing at least one chart-topping single each year. Keith was both popular and polarizing wrapping himself in the red, white, and blue after 9-11. Feuding with journalists and fellow performers, 
going after the Dixie Chicks in 2003, now known as the Chicks, for criticizing then-President George W. Bush and the Iraq War. He was beloved by many military families and performed at a concert for President Trump's inauguration. Before he was a star, Keith was an oil worker and a semi-pro football player in his native Oklahoma. Diagnosed with stomach cancer in 2021, Keith kept performing at last year's People's Choice Awards and then in Las Vegas in December. Define the disease. This is what I do, and um, you can't let it define you know, your future. Catchy and controversial, Toby Keith's talent and swagger secured his place in country music history. Ann Thompson, NBC News. Okay, so um, I didn't know they were going to get into all of that, but yes, all of that is true. Um, he was, in June of 2022, announced on Twitter that he had been diagnosed in the fall of 2021 and had already received chemotherapy, radiation, and surgery. Now, what I want to do is get into some of these signs. He said a lot of these things are relatively innocuous, but of course, with a cancer, that's how it gets you, said Dr. Fabian Johnston, the division chief of gastrointestinal oncology at Johns Hopkins Hospital. Johnson said doctors and patients may be inclined to dismiss symptoms like acid reflux as harmless, which can delay diagnosis. By the time symptoms appear, many have already had advanced disease, he said. Now, um, it says that the signs of some, the stomach cancer, which include heartburn, acid reflux, anemia, nausea, ulcers, pain after eating, sudden weight loss, or feeling full after eating small amounts. These are just some of the symptoms. Now, the American Cancer Society estimates that nearly 27,000 new cases of stomach cancers will be diagnosed this year, though the disease is still relatively rare. It makes up around 1.5% of new cancers diagnosed in the U.S. each year. Overall rates of stomach cancer diagnosis have also declined slightly over the last 10 years, but um, rates among adults younger than 50 are rising for reasons that aren't clear. There's something that's going on, something we're eating, something we're ingesting, some combination of factors that modern and that's modern and present, which is resulting in these increased cancers in young people, said Dr. Ben Schlechter, a gastrointestinal medical oncologist at Dana-Farber Cancer Institute in Boston. So, you know, we got to get the young kids in. And I know these little girls out here now, they don't make, um, how's the saying go? They don't make dinner. They make reservations. Y'all better get to make a dinner. Okay. Like my son's girlfriend, that girl can go. She can really go. Um, and they just tricked me and gave me all his whole biography, which I didn't plan on doing it. I should have pre, I usually, uh, <laughs> pre-screened the audio before I use it, but I was being lazy just then. But um, make sure that you're looking out. And I'm a person that, you know, thank God I don't have that. But I've had bouts with acid reflux and heartburn. It's just our fat child. And the doctor was like, you just got to get that stomach down so it don't stop the food from going down and digesting. Okay. Um, but some of you have bouts of um, with acid reflux and heartburn, nausea, vomit. If you have any of those symptoms, it does not hurt 
to get you a screening just to be on the safe side. And they said it's declined for people younger than 50, which is good. But also, um, in the younger people, in the, the, the ones in the 20s and stuff, it started to rise. So those of us in our, you know, 30s, 40s, and um, up to 50 years old, we, we Gucci. But these kids that's in their twins and stuff, it looks like not so much. So, you know, they got to get their ass up out of these little fast food restaurants and out of and out of these places, out of, you know, wherever they're eating. And they got to, you know, and it starts at the home. Teach your kids how to cook, just little basic stuff where they can survive on it. You like this cooking, you can eat it to death. Hell, like, everybody can eat spaghetti every day, okay? Let the ass be some spaghetti. But we got to just make sure that we're staying on top of it. Now, I want to get into this story about this um this darn fake potato, and then we're going to go on to our next break, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to try to get into some financial news that you can use about that credit card debt, and um, also about the the rental um, crisis, as well as, you know, some assistance that's on the way. And then we're going to get into the student loan. And then the you big dummy. We got to do a you big dummy, okay? <laughs> now, uh, this the USDA, which is the United States, you know, we love us a good, say it with me, class, acronym very good class you're learning the usda um has cleared a genetically engineered potato genetically engineered food also known as genetically modified which is gm food gmo is that it has been altered at the genetic level according to medlineplus.gov scientists use biotechnology to modify the dna of plants or animals to achieve specific traits such as resistance to pests or improvement in nutritional content. The aim is to create crops with desirable characteristics to reduce the need of pesticides or improve nutritional value. Now, USDA has recently reviewed a lowered glucose potato. In addition, three other soybean plants modified using genetic engineering. Um, according to Animal and Plant Health Inspection Service, the agency reviewed the following variations to determine whether they pose an increased plant pest risk relative to non-modified um, comparators. GDMCs, modified soybean for drought tolerance. BioHurls, modified soybean for herbicide resistance. Michigan State University modified potato for lowered glucose and fructose and Zikai modified soybean for increased seed oil and protein. I can't make this shit up, y'all. We're going to come back. We're going to conclude with this little um, fake-ass potatoes because I still say it's fake, even though they're supposed to be, you know, making sure that they're getting rid of certain things out of it. And then once we do that, we're going to get into some financial news you can use. Take us a quick little break with um, our You Big Dummy of the day and then get into our topic, our main topics, which is the rental um, issue. And Ozempic, or is it Ozempic? It's the Hot John Experience, y'all. Wealthy Health Wednesdays. Welcome to my Dusty Gars. Feel the vibe. 
We are back, y'all. We are back. It is Wealth and Health Wednesdays. Welcome back. Hope that you grabbed you a snack and you have come back for um, us to continue talking about these genetically modified potatoes where they have some that are being modified um, to reduce glucose and fructose and others being modified because they don't like the way they look and the other ones being modified because shit just to do it because they want to do it. You know, um, we want it not to... um, be we want it to be pesticide resistance free and all this crap when you can't just simply just grow a damn potato and you do the natural things that the farmers used to use where you didn't have to use chemicals and pesticides there were certain things that they did around the food for them to get rid of the pests without using chemicals but let's continue guys because now i'm gonna have to stop eating damn baked potatoes and i like potatoes and they're healthy i mean what the hell is going on i don't i don't get it as a result, the USDA said that the varieties are not subject to regulation under 7 CFR Part 340. From a plant pest risk perspective, these modified plants may be safely grown and bred in the U.S. according to the agency. People argue about genetically engineered food because they worry about potential health risks, environmental impacts, corporate control overseas, the lack to clear labeling, and ethical concerns about messing with nature. Plain and damn simple. It's a debate about the benefits and the risk of changing the genes of plants and animals that we eat. Genetically modified. That's when you see GM, no GMO, it's a go. If it's really no GMO, that's the thing. You don't really know if it's no GMO unless you grew it, but you're going to have to Take their word for it, I guess, the ones that don't. But why the hell would I need you to take the genes, the DNA of a plant, 
of a potato and switch it up to what you think. Oh, well, this one, we don't need pesticide because it's pesticide resistant. And oh, and this potato you can eat because it's not as starchy as the others. Well, bitch, we need that starch. Those healthy starch. Like we need that. Sweet potatoes comes with the healthy starch. That's what what the hell are you talking about? You gotta understand the great, your great forefathers, your great grandfathers, and your great great grandmothers that lived into their nineties, into their hundreds. Okay. The Bible says I think the, the highest number you can live to is 120. And they were damn near living to that 120. You have uh, stories of I know my uncle will live to be 106. Um, his wife lived to darn near hundred and, and things, and they ate off the land. Okay. They ate off the land and lived to be these ages. And now here we are supposed to be eating so healthy and I'm a vegan and I'm this and I'm that. And you're still around here getting sick as a dog because these motherfuckers are taking the genes and DNA. You, you're learning and you're doing too much. Okay? You're learning and you're doing too much. And now you're causing, you're causing us to get sick because you're removing nutrients, you're creating your own and not letting nature do its thing. Cut that damn top of that potato with that sprout, throw it in the ground and let it go. Water it and, and clean out the weeds from around it and let it go, let it grow. And what it comes out to is what it's supposed to be. All this removing this gene and take, taking this and creating that, you're trying to be God. And you know that's why it's the end, y'all. So like I said at the beginning of this podcast, Grow your own. Learn to grow your own food. Learn to create your own food. Because at this point, they are fluffing with the food so bad till you don't have to live out water. And and I, I will say smoothies, but hell, they fuck with the fruit too. Y'all know we talked about that. It's the stereo and the fruits and the little peaches and the nectarines and everything. So we just really got to be careful. Now, um, I was going to get into this other story about uh, Antonia, the journalist Antonia Hilton, who's 30 years old, who was unable to have a bowel movement, and she found out that it was a symptom of a rare cancer. Now, I'm going to give some bullet points, um, and she's advocating for the your health and saying to watch out for symptoms. Journalist Antonia Hilton, 31, says that she wants to encourage younger people to be mindful of unusual symptoms after lingering stomach issues that she ignored in favor of her career, leading to an eventual cancer diagnosis. According to the National Cancer Institute, neuroendocrine tumors grow from neuroendocrine cells. Now, these cells can be found in organs throughout the body, and they receive and send messages through hormones to help the body function. Now, they would call them NETs, love a good acronym. Okay, so neuroendocrine tumors, NETs, are rare and not always easy to diagnose. Common symptoms may include abdominal pain, diarrhea, nausea or vomiting, and chest pain. The severity of these symptoms depends mainly on the tumor's location in the body. Whether you currently have active cancer or are worried that you might have it, it's always important to advocate for your health. The earlier you can get in and receive your diagnosis, the better the prognosis. Advocating for your own health can lead to better patient outcomes. And sometimes this includes going back to your doctor multiple times or seeking a second and third opinion from different doctors. And as we have learned, those of us 
who are familiar with Dr. Jackie from Married to Medicine, if you got you a bitch that's like that, that's telling you, oh, and he's gonna do this anyway because you're black and you're fat, and that's what happens in and, and, and you, it's disgusting, and you be, and all doing all of that and dismissing, oh, you're fine. It's not all. It's not that serious. Anytime you hear a doctor tell you it's not that serious and acting like you're making up a symptom, drop his ass or her ass like a bad habit. That's not your doctor. We're already in an atmosphere and in an environment of sick sickness and not healthiness. Okay, it's sick care, not health care. Because when you go there and they go, oh well, you're just doing great, aren't you? Oh well, it's another year. Okay, well we'll see you next year. Okay. If every last one of their patients did that, they would be out of business because they had nothing to treat. I told you that the pro the 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 profit is in the treatment, not the cure. So if you go to a doctor and they say going back to a doctor multiple times, hell no. If I tell you that I'm feeling this pain and I know that this is not this has happened all of a sudden and I haven't changed anything, I don't know what it is. Even if I have changed something. Well, I did notice it when, you know, I started eating popsicles at two o'clock in the afternoon. Um, so I don't know if that has something to do with it. So you're going to throw their hints out there because they that's context clues. That's something that they can use so that they can start going ahead and ruling out certain things. Well, then it can't be that because she said popsicles. So maybe it has something to do with the sugar intake. Maybe it has to, you know, and they start breaking it down. If you get to a doctor's office and they tell you, um, oh, I don't think it's that bad. Or, you know, maybe it's, maybe you're just stressed out. You're having a hard time at work. When they start talking that dumb shit, yes, stress can cause certain things. But if you know your body and you know that you usually take a, you know, a, a bowel movement every, so, you know, you know, twice a day in the morning and at night or whatever the case may be. And, and how often you urinate and when you urinate, when those things start changing, you need to change and you need to get that doctor to find out and make sure that it's not something serious going on with your body. So once again, young people, you got to pay attention to your bodies. I know y'all are like partying and y'all doing it up. And um, that's great. But what we need you to do is we need you to um, handle your business so your business don't handle you. Start to take care of yourself a little bit better, okay? Um now, and I know y'all like, oh, she's leaning on this cancer thing. I thought we're going to give him the money. Yeah, we're going to give him the money and then OZEMP it. But I just, one last one, y'all. A useless organ that doctors often remove could actually fight cancer. Now, some of you have thyroid, that may have had thyroid issues or no people with thyroid issues. This pertains to you, okay? Um, let's get into it and then we'll get into our financial news. There's a small fatty gland that sits behind your sternum and is often said to be useless, quote unquote, in adulthood. A recent retrospective study, however, suggests that the thymus gland is not nearly as expendable as experts one thought, including the um, appendix, too. You can live without it, but it does do things. It's nothing in the, that God put in the body that you can't use or that's there for no reason every time they say something that's useless oh we can take it out as useless you can live without it nobody said it was useless you can live without it you know now u.s researchers found that those who get their thymus removed um, face an increased risk of death from any cause later in life they also face an increased risk of developing cancer the study is purely observational which means it cannot show that removing the thymus directly causes cancer or other fatal illnesses. But researchers are concerned 
by their findings. Until we know more, they argue that preserving the thymus should be a clinical priority where possible. Now, the uh, magnitude of risk was something that we could or would have ever expected. Oncologist David Skaden told Ann Magny of the Harvard Gazette. In childhood, the thymus is known to play a critical role in developing the immune system. Listen to this shit. So if it was known to develop the immune system, don't you think it's known, it should be there to maintain the level in your immune system? Okay. Okay. But it's just me. Um, when the gland is removed at a young age, patients show long-term re- re- um long-term reductions in T-cells, which are a type of white blood cell that combats germs and disease. Kids without a thymus also tend to have an impaired immune response to vaccines. So basically, you are, you're kind of counteracting what your metric said. Your metric said that it was useless initially, so you can remove it because it's only there for when you're young to develop the immune system. But to maintain the effectiveness of your immune system, you should keep it right. But no, you remove it because you say, oh, well, they're not young now, so let's remove the thymus. You know, the left hand defense, you cut it off. But now you're saying that it has re- it reduces their T cells, their fights against illnesses, and it reduces their um, the effectiveness of their immune systems and of their immune systems to be able to come to um, take on vaccines and, and, and block out diseases. So, which lies the truth? Okay. By the time a person hits puberty, however, the thymus shrivels up and produces uh, far fewer T-cells for the body. It can seemingly be removed without immediate harm. And because it sits in front of the heart, it is often taken out during cardiothoracic surgery. But while some patients with thymus cancer or chronic autoimmune disease like um myasthenia gravis require a thiectomy in which the thymus is surgically removed and the gland isn't always a hindrance. It could even be a big help. Using patient data from a state healthcare system, researchers in Boston compared the outcomes of patients who had undergone cardiothoracic surgery, more than 6,000 people um, who did um, have their thymus removed, and 1,400, uh, 1,146 people who did have their thymus removed. Now, those who underwent a thiectomy were almost twice as likely as controls to die within five years, even after accounting for sex, age, race, and those with cancer of the thymus, myasthenia gravis, or postoperative infections. Now, patients who had their thymus removed were also twice as likely to develop cancer within five years of surgery. What's more, this cancer was generally more aggressive and often recurred after treatment um, compared to the control group. Now, while these associations exist, is un- why they exist is unknown, but researchers suspect a lack of thymus is somehow messing with the healthy function of the adult immune system. You damn think? If God put it in there for it to build up the immune system, why the hell would you think removing it, you will still have a healthy immune system? I want y'all to let that, let that sink in. Let it sink in. 
Because I used to say let it make, make it make sense and now somebody got a whole big ass um blog called Make It Make Sense. Now I'm saying I made the story, I mean made up the, the saying, but I said I brought it to damn life. Okay. And I had to throw my little soldier boy moment in there, okay? <laughs> so um um I, I, I just wanna say this. Advocate for your health. Advocate for your health. Do your research. Listen to the Hobby Times podcast on Wealthy Health Wednesdays, though. But uh, seriously, read up on certain things. If you're going through, a, if you're going through a health crisis, read up on a crisis. Do your research, okay? And make sure that the right decisions are being made. Look for alternatives. Look for healthy alternatives. Look for holistic alternatives because let me tell you something. The body can heal from food. The body can be harmed by food. The body can be healed by minerals and harmed by minerals. It depends on what you're taking, how you're taking it, when you're taking it, and the manner in which you're taking it. Exercise, all of these things. Yes, I'm trying to get back into my little health kick because, you know, the pandemic, I just, everything blew up. Literally, me and everything else. But um, yes, make sure you're advocating for your health, guys. Um, and these are some interesting findings. I, I just really am in shock that um, they would say, you know, somehow we don't know why this is happening. You just answered your own damn question. You removed it. They were dead or cancerous in, within five years. You didn't remove it and you treated it and you controlled them. And those people tended to not have any cancer, any immune deficiency, and they did not receive they did not receive a cancer diagnosis or a, a, a aggressive di- uh, aggressive excuse me cancer within five years. So how are you going to say is none of this been founded? We're just taking a look. No, you just said it, and you you said it directly there. You removed it five years. They either they got lowered. Um, immune deficiency, um, immune efficiency. So now it's a deficient immune system and they got cancer. So uh, anyway, let's get into some tips for our student loan babies. You know, I was one when, you know, I, I had a little bit left. I was like, I wish it would have came along a little sooner about it, but I'll take the blessing how I get it. Student loan tip from a woman who had $155,000 debt removed. One woman was able to clear $155,000 in student loan debt after filing for Chapter 13. Let's get into this and see if this actually works, okay? Hope you all are enjoying it. And then um, we're going to get into some of the rental assistance programs. And then finally, our main topic of the night, the Ozempic or Ozempic. We're going to see. Now, under President Joe Biden's updated student debt forgiveness plan, previous rules that made filing for bankruptcy to erase student loan debt more difficult have been appended. Good. Now, Arlena Dell, a 60-year-old customer service representative living in Flint, Michigan, saw her student loan debt skyrocket to $155,000 after earning two associates, a bachelor's and a master's degree. While she claims her college, the online University of Phoenix, promised their degrees would help adult workers in their search for high salary jobs after graduation, she was never able to find one that made paying off her student loan debt feasible. I suffered through that from um, 
a particular school that's no longer existing and really and truly i shouldn't have even asked too long that because there was a class action lawsuit we won and they were one of the schools that was included they were called medvans and they were included in it um fortunately i did receive the best um professor that you could ever find in doris branker shout out to doris branker okay it's right here so my god shout out you know these black women that are doing their things who served in the service she was from england black of jamaican descent and came here after the service she went to school um and got all types of certifications in medical coding and she was my professor so thank god for her but ultimately the school did not follow through with the promises that they made to make sure that you were able to sustain um, a certain level of income once you left there you were going to just skyrocket and you would be able to because of the money you're going to make your way to pay it off no because of other things that i did to supplement that and going back to school i was able to supplement it and trainings and certifications and things of that nature and unfortunately with those type of schools that you have to do university of phoenix i've been doing about this university of phoenix if you're out there now stop and and drop okay stop drop and roll your ass to a, a state university or something like that because they are not the ones for you university of phoenix will have you writing a whole bunch of damn papers and doing all this stuff just for you to turn around get your little degree and nobody really recognizes because these places if they do recognize it it's not for us it's not food. It's not for us, by us. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. Now, at the time, she decided to earn a bachelor's and master's in organizational business management. Dale was a single parent looking to make a better life for her son. Yep. I was making a better life after my um, separation with my husband, with my two boys. They were encouraging us to recruit others because they could guarantee us all good paying jobs when we graduated. 50000 and above, they are told Newsweek. That was a fantasy that they promised us all. Now, Newsweek has contacted the University of Phoenix via email for comment on Dale's claim. While Dale doesn't regret her education, she said what she perceived as the promise of that high-paying job never paying out even after she fought over additional money for a master's degree. And that is correct. Now, um... Four years ago, her student loan had soared over $155,000, but that wasn't why she looked into filing for bankruptcy. Instead, Dale found herself in financial um, straits after struggling to maintain a steady job after purchasing a new car. Dale was scared that she would end up losing her car, but she had no idea her student loan debt could be cleared through the bankruptcy progress um, process. Her lawyer at the Robert Branson Law Firm in Orlando, Florida, told her that she looked into the possibility, but there were no promises. Now, she said she prayed and she was like, I don't want to go to my grave on $155,000. On $155,000, Dale said, I knew that I couldn't pay that back, especially not having a good job. Right now, I live paycheck to paycheck. Most Americans do. You know, it's just reality at this point. The entire process took roughly nine months, and then Dale saw her student debt completely erased. Dale said that her life today is significantly different than if she still had the hundreds of thousands of dollars hanging over her head. She said that she doesn't have heaviness and on her head, um, which means she's more relaxed. She has hope for her future. She said she feels now that she can move forward with her life because at some point she felt like, you know, um, it was stagnating her and it's true because it's just sitting there lingering now um george vogel the managing director of bankruptcy services and tech firm stretto said 
all distressed student loan borrowers who are interested in discharging their student loan debt in bankruptcy should consult with an attorney who can quickly um, tell them if this is a realistic option or not. If the analysis shows that bankruptcy is a realistic option, then the borrower should engage an experienced consumer bankruptcy attorney to proceed as the bankruptcy process alone is difficult to navigate and the requirements to seek student loan discharge are even more complicated. After a student loan borrower files for bankruptcy, an attorney can start a separate action called an adversary proceeding, I'm sorry, adversary proceeding which um, acts as a mini lawsuit against the U.S. Department of Education. From there, an attestation form will be filled out with all of the borrower's income, expenses, student loan details, and educational history. This attestation form is provided to the U.S. attorney for the jurisdiction whose team reviews the bankruptcy case and the attestation and consults proactively with the U.S. Department of Education to determine whether full or partial discharge of the borrower's student loans is appropriate in their case. If it is determined to be appropriate, then the partners file with the court to seek approval and the debt is discharged. While the process today is more streamlined than the previous pre-buy-in um, guidance, it is still a full legal process that typically relies on proper representation. To date, hundreds of thousands of student loan borrowers are eligible for discharge of student loans under the new guidance issued by the Department of Justice and Department of Education in 2022. The standards being applied are far less um, draconian than those common prior to the issuance of the guidance, making relief more likely for a far greater number of borrowers. Okay, so guys, bankruptcy is not the option for every student loan borrower, as there are many other factors to be considered and many other valuable options available during the um, high um, under the High Education Act. But for those who do qualify for relief in bankruptcy, the opportunity to discharge student loans along with the rest of the debts are within reach. Now, for Dale, in addition to her lawyer, she credits God, of course, for operating in her um and in, in for on her behalf. So there might be some of you that are still eligible for debt forgiveness. Check out with a lawyer, as they say, a bankruptcy attorney. Um, we know that there's been a lot of um, fake-ass attorneys and rogue attorneys, so make sure you do your homework on that particular attorney that you have chosen to um, represent you and assist you on this journey to get that discharge before you guys decide to file a chapter 13, make sure that you check the Higher Education Act to see if you even qualify. So do your research, do your research, do your research. And let's see if we can get this debt written off, okay? Now, I think um, I had one more thing I wanted to discuss. It's just so much going on. It's so much going on. I might have to cut some of my topics out. 
Yeah, let's let's um get into the credit card debt in the United States that has increased by $50 billion in the fourth quarter in 2023, according to recent findings from the New York Federal Reserve. Okay, now this latest report has um been calculated since, of course, the pandemic. And it released on Tuesday, found that the total credit card balances stood at $1.13 trillion by the end of December, which is about a 4.6% increase from the third quarter of 2023. Now, this appears to be the highest credit card balance since at least 2003, according to the state's Federal Reserve. The uh, quarterly report in the household debt and credit also found that the total household debt increased by $212 billion in the fourth quarter, bringing the total to $17.5 trillion. Auto loan balances increased in the fourth quarter by $12 billion to $1.61 trillion, which the report said is in line with upward trend in loan balances since the second quarter of 2020. Go figure. The agency's press release noted that aggregate delinquency rates also rose in the fourth quarter, stating that 3.1% of outstanding debt was in some way in delinquency at the end of December. Credit card and auto loan transition into delinquency are still rising above the um, pre-pandemic level, said Wilbur Van Kaw who is an economic research advisor at the New York Fed, and um, he said in a statement that this signals increased financial stress, especially among younger and lower income households. The press release said that about 8.5% of annualizing credit and balance and 7.7% of annualized auto loan um, transition into delinquency by the end of the fourth quarter. Serious credit card delinquencies increased across all age groups, notably with young borrowers surpassing pre-pandemic levels. Okay, Um, we're going to conclude right there. We're going to come back on the other side. We're going to finish up talking about the credit card debts and we're going to get into some Ozempic. Well, to health. We are back, Flamely. We are back. It's a hotly John's experience. This is Wealth to Health Wednesdays. Hope that you grabbed your snack and came on back. Or you just sitting there just waiting on us to finish up. Well, we left off. We were talking about the credit card debt that has um, surpassed pre-pandemic levels. Um, it's just proven proof that, you know, people are struggling out here. It's, 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 it's hard in these streets. And, um you know, try and budget as best you can. They said that, you know, this is something that is not going to be clearing up anytime soon. People, um, you know, with the auto loans have gone up, mortgages have increased, um, mortgage debt um, have increased. And that's because these, you know, the loans, the banks and everything, especially if you have not a fixed loan, but you have the ones that's fluctuating with, you know, what they call, they used to call them balloon mortgages, the ones that fluctuate with the interest rates. Those um, type of things are going on right now. Um, We just discussed, I believe it was on last week, how now people are starting to buy what they call dumb cars, a.k.a. you know, the ones that you don't have, you don't plug up into 
and, and charge it up like a battery. You have a lot of people that starting to buy the older model cars because you know, you get you a, a good old mechanic that could be able to fix that and it still rides on the street, that good old piston engine, and you 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 zoom, zoom, zoom. As opposed to these electronic brains that you have to go into specialists, you have to go to the dealership and they fix them. So it's it's made to make money. Everything is made to make money. You know, the the times of old where they would have the car back in granddaddy days, the great granddaddy days, they would pass it on to the son and then he would restore it and pass it on to his son and he would store it and they would have it parked in the in the front yard and covered up with the little the car cover because this car done passed down through like three, four generations. Once again, they can't make money when it lasts forever. There is no money in that. Okay, we have to understand. And they say in the Caribbean, money making things. Okay, these are money making things. And we have to understand that. Even with the mortgages, the banks make money when you um, forfeit in a loan. When you forfeit, they technically are giving, they're not even loaning you money. They're giving you a promissory note because it's like, we're going to be able to set you back soon. And then we'll be able to take that and, and go and give it to somebody else. Okay. You know, we're going to be getting into that too. I'm going to be doing like on Wealth to Health Wednesday, some little um, tidbits on some of the people that I follow and I listen to that I want to share with you all that gives you some good advice on, you know, finance as well as health. Like tonight, um, our health um, highlight is going to be Ozempic because of the Ozempic craze. I felt like, you know what, it's time for us to find out Ozempic, Wegovy, are these really miracle drugs? Are these really um, the the end all be all of obesity and type? You know, I know they're supposed to be to treat type two diabetes, but people have now, um, mainly your favorite entertainers, have now taken these and utilized them as the new diet drug, the new diet miracle, including Ofri, y'all favorite girl. So that being said, we're going to get into that lastly, but let's get into some of these uh, programs um, that are speaking to the rental um tragedies uh um issues that we are having now um in the united states in the florida in the florida area and and beyond so on these next several wealth to health wednesdays i will be providing some um rental relief programs or rental relief um news that you could use okay and hopefully you can use it if you're not in and you could check in your general area and you can always hit me up at hot djohns h-o-t-d-j-o-h-n-s at gmail.com let me know where you're listening from and i will certainly provide um the information for them you know california they've um released st- uh, statutes now that are going to be assisting with rent relief and now florida and i always say california florida because i've noticed and that's why i get a lot of my comments and stuff from and from Florida, not that no one else is listening. Canada, shout out. Germany, shout out. You know, we global. We're a little global. You know, we, we're doing a little something. <laughs> so um, Georgia, um, those are some of the people that I see that are um, responding in, in, to me. And I make sure that I am covering the things that, you know, are in that area. But doesn't mean that, we, you know, Michigan, um, North Carolina. So, you know, in any event, residents in Fort Pierce are receiving Uh, house assistance to combat the rising cost of living in florida officials with the city's grants administration division announced on monday three housing assistance programs aimed at supporting residents in achieving home ownership and maintaining a stable housing situation 
The programs are funded through a combination of federal and state grants. All three programs will begin accepting applications on February 12th at 8 a.m. February 12th, Monday morning, 8 a.m. The below is the rundown of the programs that will be accepting applications in the Fort Pierce area. This is West Palm Beach or Palm Beach County. Okay, Home Purchase Assistance Program. This program funded in part by federal award number SLFRP 5533 granted to the city of Fort Pierce by the U.S. Department of the Treasury aims to help income eligible individuals and families purchase homes within Fort Pierce city limits with allocations of $515,000 from the American Rescue Plan Act, the ARPA, and $205,000 from the State Housing Initiative Partnership, that's SHIP, the, the program seeks to provide financial assistance. Applications will be processed on a first submitted, first qualified, first served basis until all funds are exhausted. Interested applicants can find more information and required documents on the city of Fort Pierce website. So if you're looking to relocate down here or if you're in the Fort Pierce area or if you're in Florida and you want to relocate to that area, you go to the city of Fort Pierce website for you to find out what are the requirements and what um, paperwork and what information you need to provide to them to apply for the house purchase assistance program. The next program was residential rehabilitation program. This program is supported by $800,000 from the Community Development Block Grant, the CDBG, and $350,000 from the State Housing Initiative Partnership, which is SHIP. It is designed to aid income-eligible households in Fort Pierce. Now, the program provides funds for rehabilitating existing residences. Applications will be processed on a first submitted, first qualified, first served basis until all funds are allocated. If you're living in a house and you need to have it rehabilitated, it was taking on some damage over the years and you just can't afford to do it, this is the program for you. If you are in the Fort Pierce area, um, make sure that you contact them for the information that is needed. And this is for households income eligible households in the Fort Pierce area. Rapid rehousing program. This program is focused on rental assistance and will close to applicants March 12th. Now this initiative funded by $200,000 from the Community Development Block Grant, CDBG, and $50,000 from, say it with me class, SHIP, very good, SHIP, State Housing Initiative Partnership, is inconclusively uh, um, available to Fort Pierce residents referred for assistance by social service agencies. If you're a part of a social service agency and they have referred you, this is the program that will be helping you with assistance and rent. And usually they um, assist you by paying several months in advance based on your financial situation to allow you to grab, you know, grab a hold of your bearings, get your bearings together and be able to move forward. Um, and be able to keep a roof over your head. Now, applicants for the home purchase uh, program and rehabilitation program are required to attend a mandatory orientation session before submitting the applications. The city said failure to provide proof of orientation attendance will result in application non-review. Those interested can register for the orientation sessions on the city's website or for more information on eligibility criteria and application uh, procedures, visit the city's website or contact the Grants Administration Division at 
467-3161 of Grants Administration at cityoffortpierce.com. That's 772-467-3161 or Grants Administration at cityofficial.com. Okay, so if you in the in that general area um, in Fort Pierce, that is some um, assistance there for you. Three different programs. You want to buy one, you want to fix one, or you want to um, help continuing to rent one. They have a program for you. Okay. Um, lastly, those of y'all who still doing Netflix and not on Tubi, which I got a, a story to tell y'all about Tubi. We're going to get into something real quick on um, the fees that they are starting to add in Florida to Netflix. If you are still a Netflix chick and you are chilling, okay? So I'm going to see if I can get into that. Um, I don't know if we're going to do our, and if not, then we'll we'll save it for another time because now it's, my, I don't know. My internet's been acting real funky today. Even with the, the trial, shout out to Eban Films. I had to say that. Shout out to Eban Films, um, who's been covering the Young Thug trial. Make sure you check him on YouTube, E-B-A-N Films. Post it, P-O-S-T-E-D. You will love his uh, commentary. It's, it's not for the weak. It's for the strong. So if you will get along, you can't get along. You feel me? You that That's my boy. So make sure that you check him out. Um, let me see. I hope that this audio is not a tricky audio, but this is a consumer alert. Netflix ads fees for Florida subscribers. Thank you so much. Another spike just announced from Netflix. But this one will affect the entire state of Florida and additional tax on every customer's bill. Regina Gonzalez joins us live right now to explain why this is uh, happening and when. Hey, Gina. Hey, good morning, guys. Yeah, what's interesting is the state communication services tax that's going to be added to users' bills come February 15th. It isn't new, but Netflix didn't really explain why the charge is all of a sudden going into effect this month. Now, last week, they emailed their subscribers in Florida to notify them of the change coming to their bills in the form of an additional state services tax tax that will be applied to their monthly subscriptions. That tax is called the communications services tax, which is set by the state at 5.0%. Now, while it won't add a crazy amount to your bill, even with a premium subscription, Floridians are taking the news with a grain of salt. Here's some reactions. Well, you know, paying more is never pleasant, but uh, it sounds like it's, you know, being exercised broadly in other services, then you know, it's not surprising. That's, you know, we live in a consumer-based society, and that's the way it goes. You, you get used to inflation and, uh, and uh, doubling insurance rates in Florida, home insurance, that's beautiful. I mean, it's all, it's all very frustrating, but... Now, Disney Plus and Hulu already add Florida's communication services fee to their customers' bills. Fox did ask Netflix why it's adding the tax this month, despite having been introduced in 2001, but they said they have nothing further to add beyond the original statement they provided in the email. The state's revenue department also echoed their words, telling us, quote, Netflix will begin charging and collecting the 5.07% state component of communication services tax, in addition to the 
the gross receipts and local tax components that were already being charged. Now, the new tax comes after Netflix announced last fall it was raising the price of its most expensive subscription tier to about $23 a month. Currently, its cheapest plan starts at $7 a month with ads. You also now have to pay additional fees to password shares. So they just keep hitting us with the good news. <laughs> All right, Regina. Thank you. Um, shout out to Fox News in Tampa that um, provided that information. So now you know if you're in Netflix and you're in Florida, they're adding communication. So it's, it's damn near like they're becoming the cable, the new cable company. Because you know, cable companies have that same dumb behind feet. Now, she did mention about um sharing the password y'all know because all y'all big mouths that was out here saying oh i just get i just use my auntie's password i just use my man password i just use my friend password and then when they got word and they started calculating in their head how many damn people this would be that was doing it separate they're like you know what you want to come to the restaurant and you want to order a 20 ounce steak and you don't want to eat it and you want to share it with your man across the table we're going to charge you x 25 damn dollars because you could have got you a steak you could have got you a steak but since y'all want to try to play us we're going to charge you for sharing place yes they do that in restaurants you know for those in the back who don't realize that so that being said they are ultimately becoming the new cable company you know and they um with you know basic cable because you got your movies on there you got your your tv shows on there and they have commercials aka ads just like tubi tubi was always been ad driven but oh i can hardly wait to give y'all the the, the the skinny on tubi and what exactly that is it's black history month y'all we gotta expose some of these things but that being said um now you know now that is one of the plans that is provided for free by t-mobile now t-mobile has decided that they are turning their phone plans actually into vip um discount rewards programs let's see if we can get a little bit into that t-mobile is turning phone plans into vip rewards programs and this new program includes discounts galore all managed through the t-life app now t-mobile wants you to see it is more than wireless companies so it is flattering its customers with status. I know I recently got a um, notification the other day that they're now offering us Hulu for free. They, you know, Hulu on us, Netflix on us. So now we can get Netflix and Hulu and it's all included in what you're paying during the month, they say. But you gotta, you know, let's get deeper. Let's get deeper into this and then we're gonna get into our main topic, Ozempic with Dr. Bobby Price, okay? T-Mobile wants you to see that it's more than a plan and that it's now launched, the company is launching a new program called Magenta Status, which includes a set of new perks for subscribers, as well as the benefits already offered by T-Mobile Tuesdays. The company is partnering with Hilton, Hertz, and Live Nation to offer discounts, which can all be managed by the rebranded T-Mobile Tuesday app, now called T-Life. So, look out for that t-mobile um customers who is me okay um <laughs> and uh we'll see how that works because you know they've also made a change to their price lock it looks like t-mobile is making a change to its plan prices soon but since existing customers are protected by its price lock the change will affect new customers only see 
That's why I tell you, you got to go a little deeper because, yes, they're adding all of these stuff on and they're saying, we will never raise up your plan. What you're paying now is what you're going to pay forever. Right. But all of you new jacks are the ones that's going to pay for all these extra perks and stuff. Okay, let's get into it. As reported by the mobile reports, T-Mobile unveiled a new version of price lock that will affect new activations and service changes. The change instills that if you maintain a good standing on your account, T-Mobile commits itself to paying your final month's bill when you decide to change. If the um, carrier imposes a price increase that will make you want to leave their network, you have 60 days to notify the company of your decision to leave. Give me one reason to stay here and I'll turn right back around. Okay. <laughs> T-Mobile is a damn mess. So listen, this is the new change to the price lock. You locked in, but you ain't really locked in because you might want to change your plan. You want to change your plan. Guess what? That comes with an increase. But if you don't like the increase that we just decided to increase, then you got 60 days to tell us you want to decrease and we're going to go ahead and pay you on that. Okay. We'll cash out. We cash not. <laughs> I can't wait to shut up. Prior to this announcement, T-Mobile's price lock guarantee was that their customers will not be affected by a price increase as long as you stick with your existing plan. Now, customers who sign up with a new line after today, January 18th, this happened a month ago, so I should say after the 18th, because I'm reading this a little later, you will now be covered by this new price lock agreement. If you are an old customer and you make changes to your plan, the new price lock version will extend to you. So don't think that you are exempt, boo. And I'm talking to me, boo, because I am a T-Mobile customer who I need to take my ass back to Metro. Y'all used to talk all that junk. Oh, Metro Ghetto. Metro was doing the same damn thing that T-Mobile do. Allow me to call out and get calls to call in. I have my data, I have my memory and my storage, and I utilize it to the fullest. I have all of my apps like that. I utilize it to the fullest, so I don't see the big-ass difference. Y'all like to be haters, but I like to be a saver, okay? (laughs) All right? So, y'all, that's it for um, T-Mobile plans and all of that, but let's get into our main thing. Um, Hopefully, that that rental information was helpful. Um, the Miami Day information I'll give out. Let me see if I I think I gave it out on the other um one, but if I didn't, I would give it out on our next episode. Um, but I want to get into this Ozempic, and I don't want to keep you guys too too long because we are now approaching. I don't like approaching the two-hour mark, and I've been trying to stay somewhere within two hours, two hours and 15 minutes or so, and you guys have really been enjoying it. So thank you um, for blessing me with this platform, and I'm happy that you guys are being entertained and engaged, most importantly, informed. That being said, that's a great segue into the Ozempic craze. Ozempic has been crazing around here. You have all of your favorite reality TV show um, people. You have your actresses. actresses. You got Elon Musk, little ass, around here, swearing by Regobi and all of these miracle drugs. You got Oprah talking about she know herself and she know how she got to maintain, main. I don't know if she maintained it for unless it's for Gail, but that's either here nor there. We ain't going to get into that. Um, Because Stanley, we don't, where's Stanley? Okay, okay. Um, So, (laughs) 
we are <laughs> we are going to dive do a deep dive with dr bobby price who is a godsend dr bobby price got me you know i'm starting little by little with this little vegan change and you guys um i got some announcements to make on that but that'll be on a later date because i want you to follow me on instagram at k-i-w-i-305-954 because i'm going to start a little journey i was supposed to do vegan wary but that ain't work out quite good and now you know if month uh sunday is gonna be hard for me it's just gonna be meat 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 everywhere okay sausages and bird sliders and rotella dip and all just leave me alone okay I, i'm getting there this wealth of health is 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 health is wealth and i'm trying to get there i can't i can't just lead you to the water and then i don't damn drink i gotta drink some too so that being said let's get back on track so it's been such a craze and they've introduced this to the peoples and they got people thinking oh this is the answer this is the answer so i did some research and i found dr bobby price a godsend find him he has a podcast i believe too and he has um his instagram page that's just called mr dr holistic i'm sorry mr holistic dr holistic i believe it is and he um has a line of plant-based and food-based so for the next couple of weeks we're going to be doing some deep dives into herbal sea moss and these are nature things that can help us to start um fixing our bodies because like i said food can help or food can hurt okay um it can heal or it can hurt so i'm going to get into some of the things that he said so we're going to get into this audio shout out to dr bobby price who is the source of this information so i'm going to see if i can get it started and we are going to listen to Dr. Price break down the seven side effects that the doctors don't tell you about Ozempic. Is Ozempic, is Ozemp the pick or is Ozemp making you sick? Okay, so we're going to start. We're going to get into an intro. We're going to do our final break. And then we're going to conclude with the rest of the um symptoms and then we're gonna do a quick commentary and then we're gonna be out okay so without further ado let me see if i can bring dr bobby price to you ozempic let me see after we get through with the ads i'm going to be bringing it on in my friend and let's see what he has to say hope you all are really enjoying tonight i know i am this has been a great episode hope you all um are taking this information and it is helping you and here we go dr bobby price and he's cute too ladies <laughs> he's serving the crowd and telling the crowd how good they looked he was like i'm wondering at this moment is ozempic good for me <laughs> as they always say in the drug commercials and you also saw, um, I believe it was Elon Musk touting how Wagovi was his, was his savior when it came to maintaining a healthy weight. So again, these are very popular people out there who are being very, you know, yeah, they're, they're being very honest about what they're using to lose weight. And so what I wanna do is give you an understanding, but here's, here's the thing being someone who's filled hundreds of thousands of, of, of prescriptions 
And I had the duty of always explaining to people the side effects of drugs and nobody really wanted to hear it. You know, everybody just wanted to get their prescription and go, you need to listen to these, okay? In short, there is no magic pill, but it's important you at least know what these potential side effects are. Now, what is Ozempic or Govi? They are a semi-glutide or a GLP-1 a hormone mimic, and that's an injection drug. Now, we have, the, we have different types of drugs like these, and I'll get into why these drugs are being used specifically, but it is essentially a GLP-1 mimic or a semi-glutide injection that you take once weekly, okay? And it's FDA approved for diabetes, type 2 diabetes. Now, that is important because you're not hearing people use this for type 2 diabetes. What you're hearing most of the time is people using this as a weight loss drug. Just to stop and let you know, this is what I told you guys before we started listening to the show. This is a diabetic medication. It was never meant to be a weight loss drug. Okay. It is being used as a weight loss drug off-label, meaning this is not something that the FDA approved it for, okay, when it comes to Ozempic. So that's hugely important. But how does it work? It decreases your appetite, and secondarily, it slows down stomach emptying, okay? Now, that, that does, when you hear that, you're like, okay, my appetite gets decreased. I want that. My stomach uh, releases food slower, so it holds on to the food longer, which means that I don't feel hungry. Okay, that sounds good. Trust me, that second one, that's the that's one of the biggest problems. And I'll explain it in just a second, but it's hugely important to understand that's how the drug pretty much works. And I'll, again, I, I'm gonna be as honest as possible. Does the drug work when it comes to weight loss? Yes. People do lose weight on the scale that number goes down for some people 20 30 pounds so i'm not going to be the be the person who says that it doesn't happen yes it does and i've seen it happen with people and what i will tell you is that there's always a cost to pay and not only do you see the weight loss uh in some of the studies it's been shown to reduce uh cardiovascular events by 20 to 30 percent which is, sounds like another huge win. But it's also really important to know and understand this. All the studies that people are regurgitating, all of these studies have been paid for by Nova, Nova Nordis, okay? The company that actually makes the drugs. Check that out. So all of these um, testimonials, as they love to call it, are made and paid for by the actual company that, generates the drug Ozempic. They are the makers of it. So of course there's going to be all positive. Now they, all the numbers, the great, you know, 30% less cardiac issues. Great, great, great. But keep in mind, I want y'all to hold on to that. And let that sink in that it slows down stomach emptying. Now we've, and I know you're saying, wow, this is tying into what we spoke, spoke about all night. Yes. All of the things we spoke about in regards to stomach cancers and things of that nature, this all ties into, I'm not saying that was every cause of stomach cancer. Don't, don't do that. But I'm saying it all ties into 
those topics that we spoke on tonight. Let's get back into this. But just I wanted you to keep that in mind because he's going to explain later in his um, explanation of the side effects of how and why that is harmful about the slowing down of empty stomachs, slowing down of emptying your stomach. Just imagine you ate something three days ago or three months ago and it's still pretty much sitting there fermenting in your stomach. Let that sink in. And so I'm going to mention a few studies that, you know, uh, that are eye-popping and some of the statistics that aren't being mentioned. And I think it's the things that aren't being mentioned. Those are the things that are swept under the rugs and those are the things that come back later to bite us. Okay. Now, what he's going to get into when we come on the other side of this break is some of the signs, the symptoms the side effects and some of the studies that were made with Osempa and Wegovi that they are not telling you. They're telling you the great numbers, the 30% less cardiac and weight loss and it controls um, type 2 diabetes and all of this. We're coming right back on the other side. It's Wealth and Health Wednesdays on the Hotly John Experience podcast, y'all. We'll be back. Stay tuned. We are back, Flames. Let's continue with Dr. Bobby Price on the truth about Ozempic and we go for weight loss. Is this Ozempic making you Ozemp sick? Let's continue. Now, I'll be the first to tell you we have an obesity epidemic. In the last 50 years, when you think about obesity and the population of people who are overweight, in many cases, it has quadrupled. It's gone from about 10% to today, about 43% of people are obese today in America, 43%, okay? That's a huge number and that obesity isn't including the people who are overweight, okay? People who are overweight and obese, that's about 75% of the population. And then when you start to look at our children, about 40 around 40% of our children are overweight, okay? So even before our children can become an adults, they're overweight already. So yes, this is an obesity and an overweight and a, a, a fat epidemic, okay? And the, and the reason why I'm calling it an epidemic is because we now know that excess body weight or excess body fat increases all risk for mortality, meaning it increases your risk for cancer, it increases your risk for heart attack, it increases your risk for a stroke, it increases your risk for all causes of death. Okay, so this is why it's an epidemic. It has nothing to do with anything being cosmetic. This is about our health. And it's not just about our health as adults, it's now about our health for our kids as well too. So that's hugely important. Especially when you consider the fact, as I mentioned before, 75% of the population is either overweight or obese. And somewhere around 60% of the population has one chronic disease, okay? That chronic chronic disease could be anything from cardiovascular disease, to hypertension, to cancer, to autoimmune condition. 60% 60% of our population has a chronic disease. Now you see why I have chosen Wealth to Health for Wednesdays, guys. Did you hear that number? And everything that we've touched on tonight, the cancer, the autoimmune diseases, the cardiovascular, the, the high blood pressure, hypertension, uh, all of those things is just what he just touched on. And this is all tied into foods as well. He'll get into that 
and we'll be speaking on that at a later date. But just wanted to make sure you you know that we're on top of it. Yeah, we are spreading this mustard under the radar news. Let's go. And about 40% of the population has AIDS too. So we're not only overweight and obese, but we're, we're also sick. very sick as well too. All right, so this is a huge issue that we definitely need to adjust. But today what we're gonna be addressing is Ozempic, Wagovi, or these type of drugs, the kind of, are, are the kind of solutions that we're actually looking for. Because again, obesity, excess body fat, increases our risk for all causes of death. Okay, so it's definitely something we want to address. But do we want to use these drugs to be able to do that? That's what we're going to dive into today. And I think this is an important conversation because as I spoke about before, about 40% of our children are overweight. And I think they just approved Wagovi, one of the drugs that are, is very similar to Ozempic. They just approved this drug for children who are as young as 12 years old, okay? And it's hugely important for us to understand the side effects, that long list of side effects that you hear throughout about 75% of a drug commercial. And you hear about five or six good things and then about a long list of about 70 different bad things that could potentially happen. I'm going to explain to you a lot of those potential, not only just potential, when I talk about this study that showed that compared to the initial studies, that in some cases, many of these side effects were increased by as much as 400%. Okay, and some of these side effects are life-threatening. So it's hugely important. You know and understand these aren't just side effects that are cosmetic or uncomfortable. These are potentially life-threatening side effects, okay? All right, and I wouldn't even call them side effects. I would just call them effects because they don't happen on the side. They just come with the drug, okay? Hugely important. So let's get started without any further ado. One, and this is really important, the dark side or the downside to these drugs is that this is a unnatural weight loss. It's not a true weight loss in the sense that you shifted your lifestyle and as a result, it shifted your metabolism, it shifted how your body metabolized fat, how it metabolized sugar, how it, how it shifted how your body got rid of waste as well too. It's hugely important to know when you're using these drugs, this is an unnatural shift. Okay, we'll talk about some side effects of that very quick unnatural shift, but even in some studies where they've done a comparative study, and what they've done in comparative studies is taken patients who got a gastric bypass surgery, changed their diet, and then taken patients where they just simply changed their diet, no surgery. And guess what? When you looked at the benefits of reduction in certain risk categories, they were just about even. I hope y'all caught that because they are pushing so much surgery on us and making us think. Now, me, I'm an advocate of laser um, to a certain point. Some of, I've known people that had good results from gastric sleeves and bariatric surgeries, and I've known people who had horrid um, results from those particular things. But listen to what he said. The person that did the gastric and the one that didn't do it, and they basically was no difference. Without the surgery. Okay? So you got to ask yourself, 
were, were any of the benefits because of the surgery or because of the diet shift. Okay, so, and that's hugely important because if you take this drug or you get the surgery, do you get all of the benefits that you would get if you naturally lost weight? Because a lot of times what happens is they look at what happens when you lose weight, okay? What does that do to your risk of cardiovascular disease, stroke, hypertension, high cholesterol, okay, diabetes? They look at that. But what they're not considering is there's a huge difference between losing weight naturally, shifting your lifestyle, and losing weight by using drugs, okay? You do not get all the benefits. So that's one of the downsides of using these type of drugs is that you're not getting the full benefits. And I'll explain why in just a second, but keep that in mind. There's a huge difference between losing weight naturally by shifting your lifestyle and losing weight by taking a drug. You don't get the full benefits, okay? Number two, and this is huge when it comes to the drugs like Ozempic, gastrointestinal issues, okay? Now, nausea, vomiting, and diarrhea occurred in about 50% of people who took the drug. 50%, if there were 10,000 people, 5,000 people experienced nausea, vomiting, and diarrhea, okay? 50%, that's huge, that's a huge number, okay? But what I wanna get into is the gastrointestinal issues that are potentially life-threatening, okay? So those are the ones that are gonna make you very uncomfortable and could potentially lead to some complications down the line that could be potentially harmful. But these that I'm about to explain are not only known to be harmful, harmful but are potentially life-threatening, okay? The first one is called gastroparesis, okay? What is that? That is essentially when your stomach becomes paralyzed, okay? You remember what I talked about earlier, how, how the drug works is it decreases appetite, but then it slows down stomach emptying okay so that's food stays in the stomach longer so that you feel fuller fuller longer well guess what that is that is done through paralyzed essentially paralyzing your stomach okay which will eventually affect how you digest food ultimately and when your food is affected by how it digests or your entire gastrointestinal tract is affected by this one chain link being paralyzed. I want you to think about this for a second. You got your, you got a bicycle, okay? And as you roll that bicycle, that chain link flows through, okay? And if you disrupt one piece of the chain link, you have disrupted the entire bicycle, okay? All right, same thing when it comes to our digestive system, especially when it comes to our stomach. So this is a not, this is not just an issue where is going to paralyze your, your your stomach's ability to, you know, to digest food and to release that food. But this is something that's going to disrupt the entire digestive cycle. This is hugely important because a lot of patients end up having what's called fecal impaction. Okay, that means that essentially they're impacted where they're that they have so much backed up waste in their system that they literally, in some cases, lead to this next symptom which is bowel obstruction, where now some people even have to get surgery 
to move this fecal waste. You literally got to have surgery for them to go in and take the shit out. Lamest terms. Through their digestive system. Okay. Not a colonic, not an enema, anesthesia, and them going in and taking it out of your track. The next thing is pancreatitis. Okay. Another gastrointestinal issue, pancreatitis. Pancreas, we all know that's uh, essentially very much involved in how we metabolize sugar because it releases insulin. But guess what? This drug causes the pancreas to become inflamed and overworked. Okay. And pancreatitis to be fatal. Okay. It's important that you know and understand that. Now, in a study, in a JAMA study, okay, they had over 4,000 patients in this study. And when it comes to these three life-threatening gastrointestinal issues that I just mentioned, the gastrophoresis or the paralysis of the stomach, the bowel obstruction, and the pancreatitis, in that JAMA study, where they had over 4,000 patients, they were able to see that it increased the risk for gastrophoresis by 367%. Let that sink in. 367% increase for gastroparesis. So you pretty much are going to get a paralyzed stomach. You're going to have food sitting and fermenting and and, and burling up and, and, and shit up in your stomach. And think about this. If it's supposed to treat type 2 diabetes, which is, you know, insulin um, disease, uh, autoimmune disease, why is it that the if this will cause pancreatitis, inflammation of the pancreas, which is used to is a helpful um, tool in the body to help to distribute insulin? Think about that. So I always, like I said on on many um, occasions, a lot of times with these medications, whatever's supposed to help this one thing, it tears apart ten other things that's going to cause you to need another medication, then another medication, another medication rather than healing the body naturally. 167%, okay? When it came to bowel obstruction, it increased the risk for bowel obstruction by 422%. When it came to pancreatitis, okay, it increased the risk by 900%. Put that in perspective. These are all life-threatening issues. Not only are they potentially life-threatening, but these are things that are going to affect your entire digestive system for the long run, for your for your longevity. Okay, so maybe you lose a little bit of weight in the interim, but this is something that is going to potentially impact your digestive system for the remainder of your life. So these are not side effects. This is the effect. Okay, so that's no, number two. All right, number three. 40% of the weight loss when it came to Ozempic, you were losing muscle. And I've told you how important it is. It's not just about losing weight. The most important thing you can lose is waste first. Fat second, you never want to lose muscle. Muscle is an organ system. And it is very much important when it comes to our metabolism. As a matter of fact, that's why we store a huge amount of our 
glycogen reserves, our glucose reserves to actually use for energy. That's where insulin actually takes our glucose to the muscle to be go, to go inside of a cell. Okay? Now you're going to be losing 40% of that. And when I tell you your muscle is a has a direct correlation with your longevity, it is directly correlated with your longevity. The more mu lean muscle you have, the healthier you are. That's why when we see with diabetics, one of the things we see with diabetics is muscle wasting. They just look like they're wasting the weight. And guess what this drug does? 40% of the weight loss that you lose, 40% of the weight will actually be muscle tissue, not fat, not waste. That is very, very important because what happens is now your metabolism is going to slow down, okay? The weight is coming back. That's why that's important. Your muscle is key when it comes to actually burning calories. Okay? If you don't have muscle, it's going to be very difficult to burn calories. It's going to be very difficult to maintain a healthy weight. Okay? Among so many other things. Okay? Among the release of the healthy neurotransmitters that are healthy for the, the mind as well, too among the the importance of that when it comes to the elderly population losing a lot of their muscle fat mass okay and as a result now you're going to see these fractures go through the roof because they don't have that muscle mass as well anymore too so again this is very important decision not only for the elderly but also for us who are the children of the elderly who have to take care of them help them make decisions because i'll tell you one of the number one reasons why the elderly populations die, dies an early death is because of factors like hip fractures, okay? So you lose 40%, 40% of the weight you're gonna lose will be muscle, okay? You never want to lose muscle, all right? Number four, the downside is that these drugs are very expensive. And generally speaking, most insurances do not cover the drug if it's being used for weight loss. So let me hit you. Let me say it for the ones in the back. It does not cover it if you are intentionally going to ask for it. I know they've said, oh, speak with your doctor today and, it, you know, tell them that you want Ozempic. No, you can tell your doctor all you want to. But if your doctor has not diagnosed you with type 2 diabetes and he tries to give that to your insurance, then it will not cover. You will have to pay out of pocket and they're very expensive. Wait till you hear the number. So for the ones in the back but and those who, you know, with the confusing um, commercials and, and the confusing ads that they put out, you know, fake news, fake news, fake news. It does not, I repeat, your insurance does not cover it for weight loss. You don't have a, you know, a diabetes type 2 diabetes diagnosis already and you're using this for weight loss, well, guess what? You're going to be on your own when it comes to paying it. And guess what? These drugs can cost you about $15,000 a year. Okay? $15,000 a year. Which it sounds like that could be a little over half or maybe more or, or a little less, I should say, than half of what you are making a year in this economy. Okay? The average household Average person is making what forty k a year, so you're gonna do what a third of your income, or a, a little, little less than a third of your income, for a pill that's gonna have you with a paralyzed stomach, um, packed up with shit, 
and looking gaunt, losing muscle mass that you could go and build up muscle that will help burn fat. Just listen to it. And I'm going to explain why that is so important because it could be a complete and utter waste of money in just a second. But yes, these drugs are very expensive and most health insurances don't cover them. If you don't already have a type 2 diabetes, this is an off-label use for weight loss, okay? Which means that you're going to have to come out your pocket $15,000, okay? Number five, retinopathy. Retinopathy is the damage of blood vessels in the eyes. So essentially, you start to go blind. Retinopathy, a.k.a. blindness. You have now become Stevie Wonder. No pun and no joke intended. You are literally blind in the eye. This is one of the, the, the side effects, potential side effects and downsides to these drugs. Okay? Hugely important. Again, this isn't something you can get back or this is something that you want to lose, okay? But it does happen, and unfortunately, this isn't something that is talked about, okay? Number six, 65% of the weight you lose will be regained once you go off the drug. See, what they don't tell you quite often is that you literally have to take this drug for the rest of your life to maintain the weight loss you do. Word to Ofri. Ofri said that she's going to stay on it. And she, so she's obviously been given this information. She's going to stay on it because she knows she has no choice but to stay on it if she wants the weight to stay off. Okay. Slim fast. Yeah, you slim fast, but you gain faster once you stop drinking them damn shakes. Nutri system, same thing. Once you get out the nutri system, if you don't maintain that lifestyle change, you will gain the weight back. Trust it. Take it from a yo-yo dieter. And that's, I'm not saying that because um, I'm bragging. That's not a good thing. Okay. It happens. So you have to make a lifestyle change. Okay. Let me let him continue and finish it. Then I'll come back with my final commentary. Like I said, I see people lose the weight. I've seen people lose an astronomical amount of weight on these drugs. But guess what? As soon as they stop, because the habits didn't change. As soon as they stop, guess what? 65% of the weight they lost is regained once they're off the drug. And here's why this is important. You remember what I told you a couple of side effects ago that you 40% of the weight you lose is muscle? Well, guess what? The muscle helps to do. The muscle is there to help with your metabolism. Because you lost 40% of it, you're not going to just naturally gain 40% muscle. You know how difficult it is to gain that amount of muscle, 40% of your muscle? It is very difficult. And to lose that amount of muscle, you're losing 40% of the body's capability of maintaining your metabolism. Your metabolism is going to get slower, okay, as a result, once you come off the drug. And now that your metabolism is slower and you were gaining 65% of the weight, it's going to be even more difficult to lose weight now without that 40% muscle that you had before. This is hugely important. As I say, I say this all the time, body composition is the more accurate measure of the picture of your overall health. You can't just look at the number on the scale. I'm like this in the winter, I work out totally different. So I'm going to gain weight during the winter. Most of that weight that I gain is going to be muscle weight because of how I lift in during the winter. I'm doing less cardiovascular activity during the winter. Okay. 
So I'm putting on more muscle. So I'm not even concerned about the number on the scale because of that. I'm also doing detoxing during the winter. So I'm losing a lot of waste out of my body and toxins out of my body as well too. So I don't look at the number on the scale. This is why, again, body composition, your composition of muscle to fat, that is a more accurate picture. And like I said, number six, 65% of the weight will be regained after you stop the drug. And I told you it costs $15,000 a year. Is that sustainable? Is $15,000 a year sustainable? No, it's not. Not when you have the opportunity to shift your lifestyle. It's not sustainable. That's not sustainable for anybody, to be honest with you. Especially when you're not getting all the benefits that you could get if you made a lifestyle switch. So hugely important. The other side effect or downside is something called Ozempic face or Wagovi face. Okay. And a lot of people complain of this, that when they lose this weight, they lose it so quickly that they start, their face starts to sort of droop and they look older. Okay. Because it's an unnatural weight loss. Now, when you shift your lifestyle, what you'll notice is that you lose weight equally everywhere. And it looks like healthy weight loss. As a result, you look younger as a result of that. But one of the downsides of using these drugs is you get that ozempic face or govi face. Okay. And people look older, not only older, but their face sort of sags and droops as well, too. Now, I hope this has been helpful. You could do your own research, look up all of this kind of stuff. I think it's hugely important. You always do your own research. But it's important to know and understand that we're we're constantly being targeted for the same toxic foods that make us fat and sick. Every commercial, there's a target for us to eat fast, highly processed foods that make us overweight, that make us sick. And then they retarget us again with these same drugs that say, hey, I can help you lose weight. It's almost like someone going to a country to secretly start a war and then going on the other side of the door of the country to sell them weapons, okay? We have got to wake up. This is not a true solution to weight loss. This is not a true solution to health. And I think that's really, really important. We have to adopt a healthier lifestyle. And that means changing how you eat. That means removing toxicity. That means exercise, getting enough sun, breathing, etc. That is what is far superior when it comes to any drug. I hope this has been educational. Please share this. If you have not subscribed to the channel, please subscribe, comment below. Let me know if this video has been helpful for you. And if not helpful for you, because I know that as people are moving into the new year, they're ready to make health resolutions and they're going to their doctors to get advice. And unfortunately, a lot of them will be told about this drug. And what I want you to do is make an educated decision for you. Okay. Make an educated decision for you. Shout out again to Dr. Bobby Price. Um, make sure that you follow him on YouTube. And also he has an Instagram page called Dr. Holistic. He has a line of healthy detoxes and plant-based greens and things of that nature. We're going to be doing more deep dives, um, utilizing him as a resource. I'm trying. I want y'all to say a prayer with me. Hopefully he can come on the post side of town 
and come on to our platform and our podcast to speak with us live about some of um, the health challenges that we face in today's society uh, with the way the foods are being processed. And we talked about the night about the genetically um, modified potatoes and and things, the forever chemicals and all this bull crap that they're putting in it. So you make your educated choice. Um, and just, just to say it, this is not a copyright. This was for fair use. I had to bring this to share it. And he did say share it. So I did follow his, his, um, um, his, um, directive, but make sure guys, you do your own research, but is it Ozempic or is it sick? You make your choice. Okay. But um, like y'all know what I say, you can take it for fact or you can take it for fiction, but I just know sure that I bring it to you in perfect diction. Now, this concludes tonight's Wealth of Health Wednesdays. I hope you have been entertained, engaged, and informed. Make sure that you follow the Hot to John Experience on all platforms. Um, we will start um, very soon plugging all these things in there. Make sure that you follow me on the podcast platforms and all the social media platforms. Follow me personally on Instagram, kiwi 305954. Okay. Make sure to subscribe so that you're notified every time I upload a brand new episode. And before I go, I like to um, say the same thing, man. Put God first. It works. Handle your business so your business don't handle you. This has been the Hot John Experience, Wealth to Health, and I Love Experiencing with You. We're going to fade on out with our welcome song for the new ones. How did y'all experience y'all? Come on in, close the door, and feel the vibe. We get macaroni and cheese, collard greens, chicken inside. Mm-hmm. Get the cornbread, talking shit with the old heads. Mama, listen to me. My auntie joined, I had my daddy say, go ahead. Why you shine up the spanky red? Don't forget to close the screen. Come on in, close the door, and feel the vibe. Thank you.